I had someone point out to me. Yeah. After we were done recording and after the episode was published, that we both missed an opportunity to say, and I quote, "Bananas are bananas." I thought I did. I don't think so. I can I can pour over the audio. I would like to sincerely apologize. As to would I. My family. To this blessed nation, I have acted uh, with with a lack of wisdom, and for that reason, I have decided to resign from presidency. What were you the president of, of which you are resigning now? President of banana puns. Hmm. That's probably a good position to resign from. Yeah, probably. It's always been a little slippery anyways. I think we just got a new candidate. This is Reconceived with Ben and Joel. I'm Ben. And I'm Joel. So, Joel, have you ever cut down a tree? Uh... Mm. Yes. Ooh, you have. With what implement did you do this? Uh, well, there was one time where my brother and I were hiking, and we saw a very sad, like, skinny tree, and we were just like, all right, time to to hack this bucko down. And so we, uh, we did it with our bare hands. And then there was another time. Wait, for real? You just, like, ripped it out of the ground? Not out of the ground. We just sort of like we uh we dropped kicked it and then it uh then we leaned on it some and then we went okay. Yeah and then uh it, it, it snapped. Hmm. And then there was another time where we had to cut down a tree that was by our garage and I personally did not do any of the cutting, but I assisted in the the the, the moving of the tree bits. I got you. So were were these both done, or was that second one done with a chainsaw, with an axe? Yeah, it was with a chainsaw. Yeah, chainsaws are fun. Yeah. My grandpa once broke his rib trying to cut a limb off a tree with a chainsaw. That's not the inju- injury I would suspect one would sustain after using a chainsaw. Yeah, I know. It was It was a little bit unusual. He was standing on a ladder. And uh, he fell off. Oh. And didn't get injured with the chainsaw, but it was the fall that caused the actual injury. I'm going to assume, this could be incorrect, but I'm going to assume that when you cut down this tree, you didn't make any money for it? Like you didn't sell it to a paper mill or anything like that? No. No, we have the wood still by our garage uh, for whenever the next time we go camping. Oh, cool. That's handy. Yeah. Well, sometimes when people cut down trees, they do make money, and a lot of people get kind of angry about that, because logging is generally a pretty negative term with a lot of bad connotations, Mm. and I don't think that's either fair or correct, so that's what I'm going to talk about today, All right, is logging. So tell me about logging. Well, let's start with what you do know. What do you know or what have you heard about logging? Like what's when you think of a logger or a logging company, what sort of imagery comes to mind? 
plaid. Lots and lots of plaid. Lots and lots of plaid. I got you. That's probably fair. Yeah. More specifically, though, um, I think of um, the time where I went to visit someone's house that was, like, behind, like, a, a whole forest of trees, practically, mm-hmm. and then they sold their forest, and then the next time I was there, like, almost all of it was just completely gone, and it was crazy to see, like, how exactly that whole area was set up because in the forest you sort of got lost to where you were but after it was cleared out you could still see the road and you're just like oh I didn't realize that this was parallel with it I thought it was like way further into it but no it wasn't and the entire hill the the entire place was like really hilly and I didn't really recognize that so it was kind of sad to see all that forest just go away but Mm. at the same time it was really fascinating and honestly, I don't think it was too big of a deal, especially since they were the ones who chose to sell it. Right, right. Well, that image that you have there of you know, the actual logging where someone came through and just cleared out all the trees, that's what people usually assume logging is like, that you just buy land somewhere and chop down all the trees and leave, and it looks like a horrible wreck of, you know, desolate wasteland. Hmm. That's kind of the generic idea that people have when they think, oh, that's how we make paper and that's how we make like boats and stuff was we just cut down all the trees and get rid of all these forests and it's very sad. Mm. And one thing that's important to know up front is, again, the thing you pointed out about that story, which was they chose to sell this. Like they decided, yeah, we should probably, we like the money from selling this more than we like the view of the forest and that's their decision to make and the assumption that i think some people have is that foresters and loggers go into like national forests and just level the trees with government money or maybe not with government money who knows they just go into these national forests with these beautiful views and chop all the trees down and then they go and then they're they're leaving this horrible wasteland where there used to be this glorious recreational opportunity. Yeah, and they're smoking like a cigarette and then like they right, they like put it out on like a gopher's head and just to signify how evil they are. Precisely, with an evil <laughs> laugh and then their boss has a cigar or something. Yeah, and then like the kid the kid in like the the terrible kids movie from the night from like 2003 is just like I'm not going to let that happen. And then it's his stepdad who's doing it or something. Right. And then he goes to the Lorax, and the Lorax is like, I speak for the trees. Oh, yeah, the trees. Good good old Lorax. And then it turned out that the Lorax was actually his dad all along. Yeah, that would be it. That would be a movie right there. You should option that to Hollywood. Let's get on it. Let's do it. Illumination, hit us up. For sure. Yeah, but the thing is... Back to actual reality. <laughs> yeah. Private forests actually provide more than 90% of our wood and paper products. Our meaning the United States. Mm. Doing research on more than one country is very time-consuming, and <laughs> the data aren't always recent or reliable. Right. So, private, more than 90%. National forests provide less than 2% of the country's wood and paper products. Okay. And that remaining 8% is uh, either state 
or a combination of state and private or national and private. And that other 8% is, it's a mix of things. Gotcha. And what's also interesting to note is that in general, private forests are more productive than comparable publicly owned forests. In what sense? Like they make more trees and they make more paper per acre. Is there like a particular reason or is it just there is circumstance because the private owners have the incentive to maintain their lands in such a way as to maximize the number of trees that they have because more trees equals more wood and more wood equals more money. Hmm. Interesting. And according to the same source, there's an actual net growth of forests in the United States. And this is from the Department of Agriculture. So we're not Mm. losing forests, we're actually gaining them. There are specific and there are general reasons why. The general reason why, think about it. If you're a paper company or a logging company and you want to make money for more than a year, you can't just chop down all of the trees and leave. (laughs) You you have to have trees to cut down the next year and the year after that and the year after that. It goes on and on and on. Yeah. You can't level the forest because then you don't have any more trees to sell and you go out of business after making a huge profit that one time. So they have to be privately managed for sustainability. Otherwise, you're not making money. Interesting. So are these forests that that are the primary resources, are they privately owned by the logging companies? That varies. The answer is usually yes, they are. Okay. There's... According to how stuff works, that actually there are a lot of forest companies that participate in a program called the SFI or the Sustainable Forestry Initiative, which mm. basically says, hey, you have to make sure that you're constantly growing and harvesting trees and you're also protecting the environment and protecting the species around them. The, there's one company, in fact, International Paper, which is the largest private owner of forest land. So International Paper... Yeah. Artist, private owner of forest land. So, again, they're in this for the money, and they own the most forest land, and they're part of these um, these SFI standards. So mm. they actually promise to regenerate every acre harvested within two years by replanting or within five years by natural reforestation. Huh. And there's a, there's a really good reason that even smaller forests, like, you know, your friends who decided to sell their their woodlands, Mm. even those have to be or should be carefully planned and executed, if not by the people who are selling the woods that are being cut down, but by the people who are actually cutting them down. Because if, according to a couple different studies, if you cut down all of the trees, obviously that's a bad thing, but even other (laughs) than that, a poorly planned and executed timber sale can actually cost money. Even if you hmm. sell these trees or sell the woods on which or sell the ground on which the woods are, if the logger doesn't carefully determine which trees they're going to cut down, it could mean that all of their revenue is gone, or it could mean that they damage the ecosystem such that they cause harm to other people's property who can then sue. Huh. For instance, if there's a huge amount of erosion or if there's flooding as a result of these trees no longer being there, other landowners could potentially say, hey, you just completely ruined my land. I'm going to sue you now. And then they'd presumably be dragged into court. And there are other considerations as well. But in general, even on the smaller forests that aren't 
huge and aren't carefully managed for sustainability. You have to be careful about which trees you cut down and where. Mm. So that that seems fairly conclusive that at least on the private end, like when, when you look at the individual, that logging is not necessarily a bad thing or a harmful thing because if it harms the trees, if it harms the environment, then that's just as deadly to the loggers, if not more so than anyone else. And so on private terms, when they're working with their private forests, they want to make sure that they keep their land healthy. It's like a giant version of trimming down a bush. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty good way to think about it, too. Yeah. So I, I think the the last concern I would sort of put out there is even though with people, with loggers doing it privately, individually, there's not an issue. But if, say, logging continues to grow, say we need more paper, we need more wood product, and so logging becomes more and more popular, that would mean that we would require more of the forest to be privately owned by loggers. And in turn, most like more forests go be a part of this cycle. Is that a huge concern? I can't imagine it would be for a couple of reasons. The first is that we've already dealt with a fluctuation in the demand for wood and paper products. Mm. And we do that a number of ways. One is by cutting down more trees and planting more as well. Another is by importing wood and paper. And another is by recycling. Mm. And one of the myths about recycling in general is that you should always do it. Not always. I mean, you should probably recycle things. But as much as possible. Yeah. The, it's not as though you are saving trees by recycling paper. Because as long as the trees are properly protected, so as long as people aren't just willy-nilly cutting down the trees which wouldn't happen if you're you know, a big logging company. There's no particular reason why recycling should be preferable to cutting down trees to make new paper. Hmm. Because trees grow. They take a little bit longer, but they still grow. So the question should be, and this is what's answered by the paper companies and the wood companies, which is cheaper, recycling or cutting down new trees to do it? You'll find lots of people saying that it's recycling. Well, if recycling is cheaper and better, that's what companies are going to do absent encouragement. And so what we should worry about isn't so much, are we cutting down more trees? Because that'll fluctuate and vary. The question mm. should be, are the trees that we're cutting down properly protected? Meaning, have we assigned property rights? And mm. are they managed responsibly? That should be the question more than how many trees are we cutting down? But even with that, I would challenge the hypothetical because the demand for paper has been declining and will probably continue to do so, mm. mainly because primary things for which we used to need paper, we have online, newspapers, yeah. magazines, books. We'll still have physical books. Thank heavens. Yeah, of course. And we'll still have physical newspapers probably, but I can't imagine that newspapers will last much longer. Like that, that seems... That seems impossible. Like in the next 30 years, I sincerely doubt that we'll still have newspapers. Absolutely. I I should 
probably do an episode on that, especially seeing how that's kind of my field. That would be interesting to hear about. Yeah. So, logging. We, we've we sort of been tampered with our perception, it sounds like, from those mid-2000 movies that you would find in the Walmart 5 for 5 bin. But, in reality, there's a lot more to it than just evil corporations doing evil corporation things. In order to sustain the business in the first place, they need to make sure that they are taking care of their trees. They need to make sure that they are logging responsibly. They're not going into these public forests where people are enjoying the nature as they should. Instead, they're getting this paper from land that they already own. And Mm -hmm. they need to make sure that they take care of that land, regardless of whether or not people live in it or not, because their business relies on it. And finally, they aren't likely to sort of take over the world as some people hope, or, or some people fear, rather. Instead, as paper is slowly declining in necessity, whether that's money, whether that's uh, mail, magazines, print, whatever it may be, as that's declining, the need for more trees and more land to sustain the paper need is going down as well. And so, instead of just criminalizing people for their job, we can be hopeful for what's next. Precisely. This has been Logging Reconceived. Poetic.